guys, and welcome to the Happy Hour with Jamie Ivy podcast. I am your host, Jamie, and I'm so glad you're here today. Today is actually a happy half hour, and it's the very first happy half hour of 2017. I can't even believe it. Okay, my guest today is Amanda Brown. Hi, Amanda. Hi. Hi. Good to be here. Do you remember when we were kids, uh, the years, like when you got to a new year, you thought, I don't know if I'm ever going to remember to write down this year because it seems so crazy. Yes. And now we get to a new year and we're like, what happened to the last year? Yes. It's the story of my life right now. So fast. 2017. So fast. Well, what welcome happened? to 2017. Uh, this is the happy half hour, like I said, and we put out half hours every other Friday because you people love the happy hour. That's right. And so you want more. So I bring a guest back that's already been on. And Amanda was one of the very first guests on the show. I'm so glad you're here. Thank Thanks you. for joining me. Thanks. Hey, before we get started, um, I want to thank uh, one of our sponsors for today's show, and that is an author, a friend of the show. Her name's Stephanie Mae Wilson, and I read Stephanie's book, I don't know, a couple weeks ago. It's called The Lipstick Gospel, and um, just her story about coming to the Lord, it's really good, but she has right now a six-week small group guide that basically is to help you develop friendships with your people. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, it's great. Amanda, do you wish we had a six-week friendship guide when we met? Yes. Ours was harder <laughs> than that. It took us a little bit longer than six weeks. But Stephanie realized, hey, it's kind of hard sometimes for girls to be real around each other and get to know each other. Maybe you've moved to a new city. Maybe you just had a baby. Maybe you just started a new job. And so she has a six-week guide that is going to provide questions for you to gather some girls together, go through some questions, and then it's going to help you develop deeper friendships with them. So just for you happy hour listeners, you can get a download of the first chapter for free. Just go to stephaniemaywilson.com slash happy hour. You get a free first chapter. All right. Awesome. Thanks, Stephanie. Okay, Amanda, happy half hour. Hi. Okay, first so of fun. all, it's so fun that you're here and we're out of town and we have, this is actually, we have a live audience. Live audience. Hey. This is, yay. yay. <laughs> How many times do we have a live audience besides the live shows? I think this is our second time. Yes. It's our second time and we're yes. in a hotel room. Second, Second time. time. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, our friends, Ginger and Lindsay, are here. And so, guys, thanks for joining us. Yay. Yay. Okay, so um, Amanda Brown. Yes. You were guest number three number of the three. happy hour. The Stone Ages. The Stone Ages of the happy hour. Um, and what people might not know is that not only are we great friends, but you are like the magician behind the show. Yes. Do you like that? Magician? I love it. I love it. Yes. I told a friend last night that I think people actually love me, but they think that they love you because <laughs> this is actually now turned into I, the Amanda Brown show, which is the happy hour with Amanda Brown. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause you, you do so right. much for me. Um, I'm not going to ask you this question, but if people have asked me, what was the best thing that happened uh, to you, Jamie in 2016, as far as work wise. And I always say Amanda Brown. Oh, thank you. It's been fun. Seriously. Really fun. A lot of great things happened in 2016. Um, one of them was you. So Amanda helps me with booking when I travel for speaking. You help me write show notes. Uh, you help with emails. You help with the live events. Um, and when I say help, what I really mean is you do all those things. Thank so, you. Thank you. Yeah, it's um, fun. Okay, Love so it. since you listened to every single show of last year, because you started working for me Episode, January of 2016. Yep. Yeah. The first one I did was episode 68. Episode 68, which was mm -hmm. who? Sarah Bessie. Sarah Bessie. Which was in December, but we were But we were behind because I didn't know what yeah. I was doing. So in 2016, who was one of your favorite guests that you listened to on a show? Tara Lee Cobble. Tara Lee Cobble was yes. the number one listened to show yes. in 2016. Yes. What did you love, love about that. it? Um, I mean, she, 
she knew her Bible and I loved that. I think she was so passionate about it in a way that was approachable, but also like super convicting and inspiring. Um, I think you and I often have the opportunity to be in front of people. And it was a moment for me to take a step back and think like, gosh, do I take enough time to really read the Bible, um, with enough scrutiny as I think it, it deserves, you know, in enough time that it deserves. So it was really good for me. It was so good. I remember you texted me when you were listening to it and she was like, did she really just say that you should read the entire Bible before you get up and talk to anybody? (laughs) And I was like, yes, she did. It was so good. So good. Love it. Well, thank you for all your work. We're going to get to our questions. Okay. Okay. So the way the happy half hour works is I asked the exact same questions. I think I did the same questions for 2016, didn't I? Yeah. I have new questions, people. There are new questions to guests that have previously been on the show. It's a 30-minute show. It's like a half hour on your way to work. You know, everyone can do that. Okay, you ready, Amanda? Ready. Here's some of the questions stay the same, and I really love this one, so it's not going anywhere. What is something that you have read or watched or heard that you cannot stop recommending to people? Okay. Mine would be The Tallest Man on Earth. Have we talked about this? I feel like you and I have. Tell me more. Okay. He's a singer-songwriter from Sweden, and he's amazing. Wait. And people don't know him. Like he, you were listening to his albums? Yes. Heard is a question. Yeah, I know. But I, yeah. when you said the tallest man on earth, I thought but, it was a documentary or no, something. No. Oh, what are you thinking of? The last man on earth. I don't know. What did That's, you say? The tallest? The tallest man on earth. It just doesn't sound like a, a, no, it's a, a singer. Band. Okay, a singer. Yeah. He's from Sweden. Not a lot of people know about him. And he's amazing. And you might not like him. Like, I feel like he's kind of a polarizing Tell me what person. he's like. Um, I, well, I don't listen. I did not listen to Bob Dylan, okay. um, but people compare him to Bob Dylan. So I don't make that comparison, but people say that. Um, but I love him so much. Man, Ginger is in the room. You've heard of him too? Mm-hmm. Yes, she has. Mm-hmm. Lindsay, have you? Mm-hmm. We've been to a show with him. Oh, they went, y'all went to a show. Actually. Everybody mm-hmm. except for me has heard of The Tallest mm-hmm. Man on Earth. Okay, amazing. Yeah. Anything you're watching lately? Um, we are watching The um, Man in the High Castle. I don't know this either. Okay. It is, um, we watched season one. It's an Amazon show. Okay. Um, and we watched season one a while back and season two just came out. So it's basically a, um, a fictional, how do you call it? An alternate history show. They rewrite history? Yes. So it assumes that the United States did not win. Oh, I've heard about this. World War II. Yes. So, so the United States is under Nazi and Japanese occupation. I've so heard about this. it's really interesting. And it's, to me, it's really creepy um, just to imagine what that life would be like. That's crazy. Um, so season two just came out. The episodes are really long, um, which I, I don't do very well with. Yeah. Um, I fall asleep at night. Yeah. 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 So they're good. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to check that out. Okay. Hey, Amanda, what's your favorite meal of the day? And what would you eat if you could choose anything? Like if you were just like, I'm going to get whatever it is right now, what would it be? Okay. Dinner for sure is my favorite meal of the day. Why? I always save my calories for dinner. Oh, you do? Yeah. Do you count calories? No. Oh, okay. Just like in theory. Who has time for that? (laughs) Right, exactly. Okay, but you're like, I'm saving up like, so all day long you're like, dinner's coming, dinner's coming. Yeah, so I like, I mean, I save my calories, whatever. I use all my calories at dinner is what I'm saying. Um, Yeah, I just enjoy dinner more, most. It's the only time I feel like I have my people with me yeah. too right home yeah and the kids, breakfast yeah. is always crazy lunch who knows yeah um so dinner is fun but um what i would have right now i would say i'm obsessed with shrimp and grits 
do you make this? Yes. You know how to make it. Yes. Do your and grits it, have a lot of cheese in them? Because that's the only way you should eat them. Okay. Well, I've been using a recipe that is cheesy, but I just started the recipe um, from the Founding Farmers Cookbook. We have it. Oh my gosh. It's amazing. I'm sure I, I th- Aaron I makes think Aaron his own has, No, I think he's used that actual cookbook yeah. to make this recipe. It's... It, we will never do the old shrimp and grits again. It's it's a lot more work, the Founding Farmers one, but it's totally worth it. It's amazing. So I have an idea. How about you create like your own little recipe? You you tell right. me, and then I'll tell everyone and tell them it's mine. Okay. Oh, wait, we already did that, right? That's right. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> That's right. If that any of you have ever heard me talk about my favorite thing that I could cook uh, with the turkey sausage and the potatoes and the green beans, that's actually Amanda Brown's recipe. Well, I mean, I didn't actually make it up, so I've been taking credit for it. I'll give you credit all day long. All right. Okay, dinner. You You know, I like, uh, you didn't ask me, but I'll tell you, um, (laughs) breakfast is not my favorite meal of the day, but I really like to have a hot breakfast. Yes, you do like Mm -hmm. that. Like I will cereal. Oh, no. Mm -mm. I will get all the kids on the bus, and I will scramble me two eggs and two strips of bacon. Yeah. Yes. And Aaron will say, you know, you could have more time to work if you just grab a granola bar and go to your office. And to me, I cannot even imagine... I'm 38 years old. I can yeah. have eggs. I'm not eating <laughs> right. a granola bar for breakfast. Like, I just, I'm not doing that. Um, okay, Amanda, you're in your 30s, mid 30s. Yes. Still yes. mid 30s? Yes. It's good. I'm I like 35. the 30s. Mm-hmm. 30s are great. 30s yeah. are great. If you could go back and tell your 20 year old self something, what would you tell her? Oh, gosh. Um, this feels so sad, but I would tell my 20 year old self that I was pretty. Oh, man. I'm I know it cry. sounds No. Oh, don't cry. <laughs> I didn't feel very pretty. That's, you know, and that's a struggle that I've had my whole life. Um, But I feel like those years in particular, um, high school and early, and maybe even most of college were just really difficult for me, like self-image wise. And, um, you know, I just didn't like myself very much. Mm. I feel like my thirties, I've grown into my skin more. I feel like I'm comfortable with who I am. Um, But back then that was a tough road for me. I feel like even knowing you for five years, I feel like you've grown into your skin more than when we first met. Yeah, yeah, I would say that. Do you feel pretty now? Right in this moment? Not in this moment. (laughs) You said you would tell your 20-year-old something that you're you're pretty. Did you say beautiful or pretty? Pretty. Okay. Do you feel pretty now? I I feel prettier. Doug says that I've aged well. You, I take that as a compliment. It is a compliment. You look exactly the same as the first day I met you, except you were pregnant when I met you, so you don't well, still yeah, look like thank that. Thank you. Gosh. <laughs> yes. Um, but you're beautiful. Thank you. Likewise. You're, you're one of the most beautiful friends that I had. Don't tell anyone else. Okay. okay? Yeah. yeah. There right. you are. Um, okay. Speaking of aging, um, once you've gone on from this earth and gone to spend the eternity with Jesus, what do you want your legacy here on earth to be? Oh, I love that question. Um, so... I always say that I want to die broken, tired. Mm. And um, I think what that means to me is I, I want to feel like I've given it all. Um, I don't want to hold back anything. I, I want to be present. Um, and so I think that's what I would say for my legacy is I want to, I want to live a full life. Mm-hmm. And I want at the end of my life to be done mm-hmm. and tired and broke. I want to ask you a follow-up. I don't often ask follow-up questions on the half hour, but I want to ask you this because I know there's a lot of young moms that listen and you have young kids. What do you feel is the difference between broke and tired because you're parenting three kids and broke and tired because you're like giving your life away for the gospel? How do, how do you how do you mesh those two together? Because yeah, I, I think, think a lot of young moms are like, 
I'm not broken tired from the gospel. I'm broken tired from these yahoos that wake up every day and need stuff from me. Yeah, I think that's a great question. But I will say, I think they're very much the same. Um, I think God has given me right now, I have young, I have boys, all three boys, um, seven and under. And um, I don't know that I can separate my calling as a mom, um, a stay-at-home mom, um, and discipling my children. I I don't think I can separate that from my call to um, the gospel, giving my life away for the gospel. Right now, they are my primary disciples. Um, and so I'm spending my life on them. It is exhausting, my goodness gracious, but um, it's what I'm called to at the moment. Now, that's a season, and I don't want, I think what we have to be careful for is um, finding too much of our identity in that in that seasonal Mother, calling. Uh, mothering, yeah, right, little babies. because then when they're gone, mm-hmm. then we're going to move on to the next yeah. calling, mm-hmm. you know. So that's good. I always, I feel like young moms often ask the question that I just ask, and I want to tell them the same thing is that you have, you are discipling children within your home. Yeah. And you're, it's not like you can, you're going to start serving Jesus when they're in college. Yeah. Because that's ludicrous right right there. Um, Okay. Amanda, what advice do you love to give out? Oh, um, you know, I think, I think back when you and I met um, was such a life changing year, I think we'd say for for both both, of us. Both of us. Um, and one of the things that I learned that year, um, this has been, uh, I guess, about six years ago now, um, was the truth that's in Romans eight twenty eight. And most people that have been around church for any length of time could probably are at least familiar mm-hmm. with that scripture, mm-hmm. that God is working all things together for good for those who are called according to his purposes. Well, that's a familiar verse, but then when we start to like, actually believe that when we start to believe that all things are working together for my good. So the things that went poorly this morning, um, that I can actually say, Amanda, this is for your good. Like when I've locked my keys in my car and the car, the pop lock guy, this, this has happened several times in your life. Let's just everyone know. Yes. Okay. No, it's insane. And the pop lock guy came and left and left me with a screaming baby in the rain. Uh I I mean, it was crazy. But in those moments when everything feels out of control and I feel like things are chaotic, I can tell myself, and I didn't tell myself in this moment, but but later in the day, I can go, Amanda, that was for your good, you know. And so, so when you say advice, I don't know if that's really advice so much as it is like, um, like such a foundation for me. Mm-hmm. And so, when I'm talking to women that their lives feel like they're falling apart, or it's just not been a very good day, we can trust that this is God's plan A for me. That He's not throwing me a circumstance, and He's not trying, you know, an experiment. I'm not an experiment for Mm -hmm. him. Yeah. Um, but he's giving me the best possible scenarios, best possible circumstances to persevere me. And I can trust that because it's in the Bible. I would actually say that that was probably the number one thing I learned through that development class that you and I went through together as well. Um, and it, you know, it doesn't just say that God's working all good things. Right. Right. That God is working all things. And you and I personally have seen uh, you know, examples of that in our own lives. But I don't think either one of us, um, as far as, you know, January 4th, 2017, has walked through major tragedy. Yeah. 
but we have mutual friends who have. Um, And when they are standing on that foundation as well, it completely changes the outlook of everything they're walking through, whether that's cancer, losing a husband, you know, miscarriages, all kinds of things. So I love that. And um, it's truth that we can stand on. Um, I'm going to ask you this question, even though you don't want me to. What does success mean to you? Well, what is like, what is, what is success? Like I, I used to ask, what, what do you think, how have you been successful? Yeah. But I think what is defining success for Amanda Brown look like in your life, in your work, you can pick. Yeah. Uh, well, I think, I think probably it overlaps because to me, um, I think what I'm having to figure out, what I'm learning is what my giftings are. And when I know what my giftings are and I'm able to say no to more things, it feel it feels like freedom um, to know those giftings and to be able to say no more often. Um, and therefore saying yes to the things that are good fits. Um, and so I think for me, success is like figuring out that balance of who I am, where I fit and doing those things well. Um, and saying no to the things that I stink at. And that you're 35. That's taking some time to figure out, yeah. hey, here's what I'm good at. You didn't know this at 25. No. Yeah. I led like community groups all the time. And I'm like, I stink at this. I'm really <laughs> terrible at it. Please don't ask me to do that. Uh-huh. I'm not good at it. Yeah. But it's, we just want to say yes, just to please and be good people. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I said that I'm going to say no, no more this year than I ever have before. Yeah. We can do that together. Um, Amanda, what is a pet peeve that you have? Oh gosh. Okay. I, I have a, I have a fear you're going to say something and I'm, and because we're friends in real life, most people ask these questions too. We don't ever interact. Yeah. I have a fear you're going to say something and it's actually something I do on a daily basis in our friendship. So hit me with it. What no, is your pet peeve? It's not, it's not. Okay. Um, well, one thing that I hate like for my ears to hear is like the, the, a, a knife like on a plate oh, like yeah. that's a that hurts that's my... a heart yeah I can't yeah. handle that so that's it, that I feel like that's not very unique though the thing that's driving me crazy lately is like in restrooms um like at, at restaurants you know that they have some clever way of distinguishing men and women you told me this the other day <laughs> I hate it when I have to look at both doors uh-huh. to figure out which mm-hmm. one I'm supposed to go to and compare them Yes. Yes. Yeah. I yeah. hate that. What and about it, Spanish? Does that bother you? Isn't no, it? No, if it's like a Mexican food restaurant, fine, whatever. But if it's some like picture or something that I'm going to have to dis- decipher, I don't have time for that. Or Just a phrase. tell me what. Yes. <laughs> Make it clear. That's so dumb. I know. We just need like boy, girl. Yes. Yeah. Or we don't have to have boy, girl. We just have five restrooms. Yes. Pick one. Right. Right. That might not be too, people get upset about that, but yeah. you know what I mean? Like <laughs> the door, the single bathroom. Yes. Yeah. That'll yeah. be good too. Um, okay. Last question. Okay. If you could live anywhere for the next year and you have to take Doug and your boys, mm-hmm. where would it be and why? Okay. I think I would say Boston. Ooh. Is that weird? Didn't you run yeah. the Boston Marathon? I did. Yeah, but that's not why I, I'd say okay. that. I just didn't know if you loved your time there then. Or have you been there no, other I've times? Been, yeah, I've been a handful okay. of times. Okay. And every time I've loved it very much. Um, and I've wanted to live there. Actually, I applied for jobs there when... This is another story. You'll have to have me back. Since oh, of I've, course. You everybody, will be this, yeah, everybody's going to be anticipating. Give us yeah. a clue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so... 
when Doug was flirting with me, but he wouldn't ask me out, uh, I was like, I'm getting out of here. Well, yeah, you would, because we're going to play hard to get. Yes. So yeah. I was like, I'm going to move to Boston. So I started applying for jobs in Boston. Did you get one? No. Oh, okay. Um, you got Doug instead. I got Doug in Austin. <laughs> so, um, no, I, I love the city, um, but it does feel like a city I wouldn't want to be in Planted. for very long. Yeah. Yeah. But to have a year there... Um, and to not have a car, you know, to do the public transportation, it's cold, right? Yeah, yeah. You like clam chowder? Yes. Oh, me yes. too. I love clam chowder. So just a like a calendar year to experience all the seasons and do all that. I feel like that would be good for me. I've been to Boston one time, and it was when Aaron and I uh, got married. We flew in there on our honeymoon and drove to New Hampshire. That's it. That's oh, all I got. Yeah. We rented a car in Boston. Yeah. Drove to New Hampshire. Yeah. Where'd you honeymoon? Switzerland. Oh yeah, I knew that. Yeah, that's where you blew up your 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 chi yeah, uh, straightener. Right. Yeah, that's right. I know that because <laughs> I recently was in Spain, and you guys know the beach waver I've been talking about mm-hmm. blew up the first day. Yeah, I'm gonna send it back though. Hey, I got three beach wavers for Christmas. So you're gonna get give me one? I'll no, buy it from I've you. I've already sent them back. Okay, beach wavers, my favorite yeah. new product. I've been telling you guys about. Um, okay, Amanda, thanks for joining me on the Happy Half thanks. Hour. Thanks. It was so fun. Thanks for working with me. Yeah, it's been a it's been a lot of fun. It's been a great. Um, if you guys are listening while you're running, be sure and listen to number three when you were on the first time because we talk about marathon training. Mm-hmm. We do. Which I'll never run a marathon. Yeah. Because I have a broke back. But anyhow, guys, thank you so much for listening to the Happy Half Hour. Don't forget, every week we're here with a regular show. Next Wednesday, I have Lisa Bevere as a guest. And um, have you listened to that one yet, Amanda? No, not oh my yet. gosh. She cracked me up. She's a grandma, a mom, a speaker, a writer. You're going you're gonna to die when she tells a story of when she met Jesus. Love it. It is hilarious. And I hope you guys enjoyed the show past Wednesday with Rachel Cruz. Um, I love chatting with her about money, which is not that fun all the time, but Rachel made it really fun. So, guys, thanks so much for listening to the Happy Half Hour. I will see you guys next Wednesday for our regular happy hour with Lisa. Until then, have a happy hour with a friend. <laughs>